Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on GoToDobbs.com today. Time now for Curbside with the voice of the blues, Chris Kerber. Brought to you by Slyman Brothers with five St. Louis area locations to serve you. Alongside Alex Ferrario and Tanner Hendrickson, I'm Brandon Kylie going out to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line to catch up with our friend, the voice of the blues. He's on Twitter at Chris Kerber. He is Chris Kerber here on 101 ESPN. Curbs, always appreciate the time, man. How you doing today? Fellas, doing good. How are you? Uh, doing very well, Curbs. There's real action taking place. We're getting closer and closer to the trade deadline. Looks like Mark Giordano is going to be held out of the lineup tonight. Ben Sherratt's already being held out of the lineup, right? So uh, there are teams that are clearly starting to pave the way to what we're going to see at the deadline. What's the latest? What are, what are you hearing? What are you anticipating with the Blues? You know, honestly, the, the last time I talked to somebody, the, the, the quote that I was given was, I actually haven't heard a trade, a trade deadline be this quiet in a while in terms of some of the inquiries and things that were going on. So I was, I was somewhat surprised by that. So it will, it will inevitably heat up. I really think, guys, something that we've talked about is going to be the challenge here. When, you've talk, when you're talking about the 15, 16 teams that are up against the cap, there's a lot of teams, unless you're in some type of long-term IR situation, there's a lot of teams that – really have to trade dollars in for dollars out. And I think that's going to slow things down. I, I think maybe more than any other year that that will have an impact. Now things could heat up and you might see more third teams involved, you know, but that's how you have to look at it. And, and don't forget too, that when it comes to the St. Louis blues, they, they didn't just trade Sammy Blay for Pablo Butchnevich. They, they traded the second round pick in this year's draft as well. So if the blues were to decide to go and trade and, and give up a first round pick, they don't have a second round pick. They've got two fourth-round picks, but if, if they gave up a first-round pick, they would not have a pick in the first or second round of this coming this coming draft. So th- there are some other factors, I think, involved from a Blues standpoint, but uh, aside from that, uh, I, I'm, I'm not hearing a whole lot one way or another, and that's typically the way it would work in a Doug Armstrong organization. So, Curbs, speaking of the IR, we, we found out today that Tyler Bozak is going to be out for at least four weeks with a lower body injury. In, that, in your opinion, does that put the blues back in the conversation of looking for a fourth line forward uh, because it was trending in a direction where we started to feel a little bit more confident with Torpchenko and McEachern. Well, I, I, on that front, there's a couple of things. Number one, and he has not, interestingly enough, he has not been put on IR yet either. Um, so if eventually he does end up on a long-term IR situation, he was making the league minimum at 750. So I, I don't know the, the true, you know, larger impact of, of what that would mean. But that all has to play itself out. That, and, and we are, what, we're about six weeks away from the end of the regular season. So keep that, that time frame in mind. I think you're a little concerned with this team if you lose a veteran player like a Tyler Bozak from the standpoint of who fills in. We've already talked plenty about some of the growing pains that you continue to have with, with the younger players. It's only been a couple of games with that fourth-line combo, guys. I'm not ready to evaluate it or, or, or throw a parade or, or even, you know, say, you know, or throw them out with a bath water. Bath water. 
I just you'll get the initial spark when you bring guys up from the minor leagues. They're happy. They're excited. You get that energy. Let's see what happens when things settle in a little bit. This is a, a very important run for Mackenzie McEachern, who lost his job earlier in the year. He's got a chance to regain it. He's had a couple of good games, but there probably at some point still has to be production coming from this, this fourth line. Toropchenko's had a couple of good stints. Can he stick? It's still a lot of youth. And some question marks around there. So whether it be, I think what it can do is it does put the Blues in conversations that if another forward is out there, and it doesn't have to be a fourth-line guy, maybe it's somebody higher up that slots somebody in the Blues lineup down lower, that's something that definitely could help. Depth is still uh, something that every single team craves and wants as you're going towards the playoffs. We're talking to Chris Kerber, the voice of the Blues here on 101 ESPN, our weekly conversation with him here on BK and Ferrario. Uh, Kerbs, I did want to ask you about the defense side because – it feels like the market's moving pretty slowly. You mentioned it, it's as quiet as you've heard it in a while. It, it kind of feels that way from the news-gathering perspective as well. Uh, nobody really seems to know who's going to be connected to who, how they're going to make the money work. And I, as, as we've got further into this, I've kind of set my eyes a little lower on the market. Like, uh, for example, a Jacob Middleton, who's making $750,000 for the San Jose Sharks. Uh, the reported asking price on him right now is like a second-round pick. That's something that, to me, makes a lot of sense. I know we've talked in the past about how the Blues just need a guy that can make the easy play back there. He, he's that type of player. What do you see them setting up for when it comes to the defense market? Well, yeah, the, the problem for me with a guy like, like Jacob Middleton is I don't see him as a sizable enough upgrade over somebody the Blues currently have. And, and that, I think, is where a lot of these teams are trying to figure out. The asking price of what's being asked, at least for the time being, for a Sherratt, for whatever, for whomever it may be, is such that you have to put that value judgment on, on where it is. And if you're the St. Louis Blues, you know, Nico Mikola, look, he, he definitely fits in your top six. He fits in your top six. I don't know that a Jacob Middleton fits into your top four, to, to be honest with you. So I think there are – that's where the depth part has to, to come in. Is, is there another – do you pay a second round pick? I guess Brandon, I'm saying is, do you pay a second round pick for, for somebody that you don't know is going to actually impact your top four? And if that's the case, then I don't know. And I think that's where a lot of teams to your point of the quietness are, are kind of sitting in right now. You know, if, if they feel the asking price is too much, well then like we just saw with major league baseball, you wait and, and we'll see if Montreal's asking price. We'll see if, if Anaheim's asking price for Lindholm. we'll see whatever asking price starts to drop. When they get closer to realize, shoot, we may get nothing for him right now and then lose a guy to free agency. I, I just I get the, the sense that some of these asking prices are inflated, which is why, to be honest with you, I thought that trade for Manson for Colorado is an excellent trade. Not one that you saw coming on the radar screen. It's not but but they get a good heavy guy back there. That's a, that was that was a heck of a move and, and you know that's that's more of the Doug Armstrong approach is what you saw that Joe Sackett did in Colorado. So Curbs, with that being said, and I know this is this is speculation, but you you do know Doug Armstrong as a general manager and president of hockey ops for the Blues. It, it, we just did more likely to happen. If you were to say more likely to happen, Doug Armstrong were to make a splash to get an elite defenseman, or Doug Armstrong make a trade for a depth defenseman, which one would you lean towards? Oh, man, I don't know at this point. I, I think my, my inkling is you make is, is maybe it's more of, of the, of the depth defenseman. 
You know, I, I because it, it feels to me, guys, and I, I don't know where you sit on this, but it, it feels to me that the, the trades that are going to really impact you in terms of, say, for a guy, for example, like a chicken, and it still could happen, but just, just use him as the example, that's going to stay with you for a few years. Those are trades that seem to happen more times than not to me in the offseason, you know, as you're heading to the draft and things like that. Um, you know, so that, that that was a difficult one, but I just, I, I, I tend to think that there it, it, it's more of a depth aspect of things uh, than, than anything else for me right now. Now, I mean, and again, having said that, that that's one of the things you like about Doug. And this, when, when you hear blues rumors, there might be something to it, but I guarantee it didn't come from this organization because they lock, they lock things down really, really well. And I think that's what's allowed him to make some spectacular trades. Nobody, nobody saw the Butchnevich deal coming, you know, and I, and I think the fact that Alex. they're able to keep things. Yeah. Well, well, Alex wanted it. That's the key. Alex wanted it, but nobody actually saw the deal coming. And, and I think, tomorrow. I think, the, I think the quietness of, uh, of how he goes about things has actually helped him make some of these great deals. Yeah, I, I, that's kind of where I've been at. I, I said the other day, like, I think it might even be more likely that one of the players that we haven't discussed at all, that we haven't brought his name up in, in connection to the Blues, like, that's going to be the deal that the I. Blues e. Marco end up Scandella. making. Yeah, like, I, I don't know who it is. I don't know specifically where they play right now, but I can tell you what it looks like. It's a top four defenseman that's making uh, less than, like, three million bucks. That's really solid, and we look at it, and we're like, oh, yeah, that's exactly what they needed. How did we not see that one coming? Like, that's, that's to me, the type of trade that I think they end well, up making, but I don't know who that player is well look you you look at three factors and, and fans can do this you can go to capfriendly.com and you can look at anybody you want and look at their cap hit and right now for the st louis blues it's a matter of dollars in dollars out and let's just say you do the quick math and say somebody keeps 50 percent of a guy's salary which is the max they could keep okay you can still do the math and you still then figure out how many dollars have to go out they don't have the room to do what colorado did by getting a guy, and even with Anaheim keeping 50% of Manson's salary, still taking on 1.5 or 2 million of it. The Blues don't have that room. So, again, barring an LTIR situation of somebody else, barring you know some unknown factors right now, it's got to be dollars in versus dollars out. And, and that is where a lot of teams are at. And that, I think, is what is slowing this market down right now. And that's also why you're seeing some of these players getting held out of games to make sure that, uh, that they don't get hurt while they're trying to figure out what direction these things go. Curbs, we appreciate the time as always, man. Looking forward to the call tomorrow night. This should be a lot of fun. Blues versus Penguins. The last time these two teams met, it was a fun game, even though it didn't end up going uh, the Blues way. Looking forward to hearing that tomorrow right here on your home for the Blues 101 ES pre- ESPN. Rather, pre-game with Alex at 6. Puck drop with you and Joey tomorrow at 7. Appreciate it all as always, man. We'll talk with you again soon. All right, guys. Have an awesome day.